0: have a unique situation we've managed to maintain a level of kind of rapport that allows us to even in even in those years where we're like i don't really want to spend time with the other we've been able to put that aside you know? when
1: i've never felt that um,
0: i'm feeling it right now Is that weird?
1: <laughs> we had a rough week
0: um
1: you you know what you could it's okay if you're a jerk sometimes i can work around it Hi, I'm Nellie.
0: And I'm Dan.
1: And this is Happily Demarried, where we talk about going through divorce and learning how to raise kids together without going through hell. Well, like pure hell. Like sometimes it's like hellish, but it's not pure hell ever, right?
0: No, it's pure hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nellie. And this is Happily Demarried. We're so happy. Actually, this week we kind of want to kill each other, but besides that, we're happy.
1: (laughs) How about moderately happy, happily
0: demarried? How about just tolerably demarried? Oh my god, I look like my mom. Um, Today we are going to be talking about the often... Controversial controversial topic of holidays. When you go through a divorce, one of the first things you're going to have to deal with is what do you do about holidays with your kids? Um,
1: I just saw something on your face. Oh, I think on it's the skin screen. cancer. Oh, cool. It's fine. <laughs>
0: It'll go away. Um,
1: <laughs> Can I have your sewing machines?
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, But holidays are one of the things that you're going to encounter early on in the divorce process, because when you decide you're going to get separated or part ways, holidays don't really wait for you to kind of figure out how you're going to handle that stuff. They just come. And so for my purposes, I use Christmas because that's kind of the biggie around here. Recognize it's not true for everybody, but you can insert your own holiday there. But um, what you have to do is you have to decide how you're going to handle holidays. Kids have grown accustomed to having holidays in a certain way, most likely my guess is that in most cases those holidays are going to be shared you're going to be spending time with both parents and that's actually what they acclimate to and kids kind of invest a lot in that sense of tradition um and it it can be really challenging for them to have to shift that up so and it's certainly one of the questions that they're going to want to have answered early on after who are you dating that's a big one that comes right up front
1: i've never dated anyone
0: I remember Poppy asking me if you're dating somebody when? <laughs> back when we told them we were separated it was, it was Ooh, I don't want to talk about it no I'm not going to talk about it but it's, but anyway so, but they were also concerned about what happened on I'm holidays.
1: just kidding I'll where talk you, about anything.
0: where do you go on holidays what do we do on the holidays in a lot of cases the court will ultimately you're going to have to answer back to the courts and the lawyers and things like that because they're going to want to know what the custody schedule is going to mean um, and there are all sorts of uh, uh, permutations that that can take, and um, it could be that one of you is living in a faraway place and the other one's not, and that'll dictate some of what you can and can't do. But to the extent that you can help kids to address th- their feelings around what happens with the holidays and that you can ease that, you're going to be doing them a favor and ultimately yourself. So
1: I'll tell you what we do. So we've always um, – Dan – stayed in the house that we were married at and so the kids were used to spending christmas there so the first christmas that we had separated we all just went there so i got up in the morning well we we wrapped at night
0: yeah we've always kind of done the night thing christmas eve together
1: christmas eve together wrapped at night my mom was around my uncle and we would just you know whoever wanted to come we would just kind of have which which helps a lot if you have an awkward situation to just go Hey, invite a lot of people, and then you don't really have to talk to your ex. Um, And a lot of people like um, Christmas Eve dinner. My friend across the street has... There's a bunch of us who are divorced, and she has... It's called the dysfunctional family something.
0: Did you just make that up?
1: No, she calls it that. And every um, Christmas Eve, she invites us all there for dinner. You've come, you've gone, you know, and so... Whatever I do, I always invite Dan. But we've always just had Christmas there, and I don't really, I don't really care. I've never really been, um, we just, we always go to that house, and I feel like whoever I'm dating has to understand that my kids are a priority, and it's not like, oh, I'm going to spend Christmas with my ex-husband. I'm spending Christmas with my kids no matter where they are. So, if Dan wanted to go to Cabo, I'd be like, okay, let's go there. Like, I just, you make yourself available at the holidays.
0: Kabul or Cabo? Cabo. Cabo. I thought Cabo would have been really weird. I would have done it, though.
1: Oh. I'm really get along, go along. So, whatever my kids are doing, I'll do. And if they want to be around Dan, then I do, too. And you just say, you know, what's Christmas really? Three hours? If it's torturous for you, then, you know, suck it up. It's it's about them and spending time together and for Thanksgiving after that well, or before that we, we just, just... We,
0: we had your family for a long time and we just had these big Thanksgivings for a long time
1: yeah the more people that are around the easier it is you don't have to deal with
0: and I can just go out and hide in the garage and cook a turkey it was pretty great mm-hmm. which is what I want to do anyway so it's not like that changed um, but granted we have a unique situation we've managed to maintain a level of kind of Rapport that allows us to, even in, even in those years where we're like, I don't really want to spend time with the other, we've been able to put that aside. You know? When
1: I've never felt that.
0: Um, I'm feeling it right now. Is that weird?
1: <laughs> we had a rough week.
0: Um.
1: You you know what you could. It's okay if you're a jerk sometimes. I can work around it.
0: Right. <laughs> so I so acknowledge the fact that that's not a realistic situation for a lot of people, A, because they may have just a huge anger and animus toward the other, or B, they may not even be in the same state or the same area. So it just doesn't work. They can't do the shared holiday. But there are some kind of different permutations that that can take. You can approach this differently. So some of the alternatives that I've heard, rather than just kind of I think the worst thing you can do is say, I'm taking the kids for this holiday. You're taking them for that holiday. They will have no contact or no communication with the other parent. I just think that's, what that does is it puts the kids in a position where whether, whether you're putting it on them or not, they feel this sense of guilt, probably feel a lot of anxiety around it because one way or the other, even if it's not a choice that they're making, they feel like they're siding with a parent. But kids don't ever really want to do that. It's, it's a shitty situation to put a kid in to ask them to take sides and, While you're not specifically asking them to take sides, it's hard not to feel that way when you're a kid. So to the extent that you can find a middle ground for that, whether it's sharing a holiday or maybe it's splitting a holiday. If you live in close proximity to somebody, the idea of maybe you get the morning, I get the afternoon, and maybe if you can pull it off, get a little time in the middle so the kids can kind of be psyched and they can share what's going on and be excited about it. Um, And a third idea is to just try to communicate and try to coordinate Um, the kids like to feel that their parents are working together, even if they aren't together. We've always kind of been mindful of taking the kids' Christmas lists. And again, I go to Christmas, but we take the list, we work on it together, we share everything, and nobody's like, Nellie's not giving gifts, and I'm not giving gifts, we're giving gifts. And the kids don't have to sit there and muddle over who's given the best gift, and they don't have to feel guilty if they like what mom gave better than what I gave. And it take some of the stress off then and it's worked out pretty well i mean the kids have relatively normal holidays as a result of that
1: i know i know people who do it i mean you can you know you spend christmas with your mom till noon and then your dad gets you at noon and then the next year you swap and it's the same with thanksgiving and it's whatever you do that works for you where the kids can see you sitting together for half an hour agreeing on it that's the only thing that matters it doesn't really matter the details of who's got you for Christmas this year and who's got you this year the fact is the kids don't want to be the ones who decide they want to see you getting along and figuring out a schedule that works for them and everyone so they get to see both parents and really that they get to see you getting along so like if we fought, then the kids would feel guilty that I'd be like, oh, I don't get you till noon, and we play the BS game, and, and then they fight with the dad. Just be in front of them, be okay, and get along with the other parent. And, you know, if, if you're going to fight about the, the details of the day, don't do it in front of them. But really, it's really easy to figure out a schedule. And as long as the kids see you getting along and you say, oh, I'm not back from my mom's till three, can you have them then? Yeah, that's great. And then I can come in. I'll come in early and I'll see what the kids got. Like, whatever it takes. Just, God, it's one day, people.
0: Right. And it's, this is the thing. This is kind of the bargain that you make when you have kids. Holidays are no longer about you. I'm sorry. It's true. They're not about you anymore. And Christmas is for kids. Um, I assume that other... Big holidays that involve gifts are for kids too.
1: Well, some Christmases are for Johnny. <laughs> That's an inside
0: joke. People don't get inside jokes.
1: <laughs> well, there was one year where my mom and my uncle came, and I don't know how many times my mom said it. 700? Her brother's name is Johnny, and Johnny's she kept Christmas. going, This is Johnny's Christmas. This I don't is, know. Why? Johnny's, Why is Christmas? Johnny's Christmas. Because she spent a lot of money on him. Huh? And so I think she felt bad because she had only spent. You know, an outrageous amount of money on the children, and then more money on her brother. It's Johnny's Christmas. Whatever, it's not even funny if you weren't there. It, no, it really isn't. That's you what You wouldn't want to be like. there. Isn't that when she spilled all the uh, the jelly beans and ate them off the floor?
0: I don't know. I was thinking of the one where she threw Grenache all over somebody's <laughs> wall. She's not even here to defend herself anymore.
1: She is here, she's everywhere.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> It's weird, it's like in the oh bathroom. God. Is she in the bathroom when i It's bathroom? really
1: hard not to have her holidays because it kind of like you need a lightning rod, like you need the really drunk cousin to show okay. up because then it's like, oh, you know we, you know your fights also, are nothing, and the also, kids can focus she on that. Slow cooked a brisket <laughs> on the grill on here too. I think I
0: found it four days later. We never turned it on. Maggots grow fast.
1: She. Were- so easy to have holidays with her because you knew it would, the focus wouldn't <laughs> so be on our divorce. Easy. It's totally true. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, so you you cede the right to claim holidays as your own. When you have kids, it, the honest is on you. You're the grown-up. You have to act like the grown-up sometimes, and that means sucking it up no matter how much you hate your ex that's the time when your, your kids want to love their parents that's just what, how they're wired at least until they turn they back. want to
1: love both of you and, until and they're to about see, 14 or 16 but they, they want they to see anymore. you getting along although although our daughter doesn't like that we get along because I'm like didn't dad just give you 20 bucks? And she's
0: like, oh. That's a different conversation. But, yeah. But, but yeah, so if you can really, and I, this is a common frame, we always say this, but if you look at the kids and see what's best for them, what's best for them is not you being petty about the holidays and saying, no, I'm going to be there exactly at noon and they'd better be ready and waiting. So. Oh, I know a lot of people that do that. I do too. And, I, and I'm not it's saying so that that's, brutal. I'm not saying that this is like a cure for it, but there's an aspirational component to every divorce. You should aspire to do better than you're doing. It's, and, and, and the only person who can make those changes is you it's got to come from the individual and you got to hope that the other person will take that lead and, and get there I think that's all I got to say about holidays. Yeah,
1: just don't be a jerk. Yeah, be yeah, the one be that's not soul. a jerk
0: I'm the one that's not a jerk no. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> All right that's happily to Mary for today Oh it's Thanks. 12 Thanks for minutes your time. Over oh.